Chris. Welcome to Speak and Destroy, episode 68. Speak and Destroy is a podcast featuring interviews about Metallica, and I am your host, Ryan J. Downey. My guest this episode is Dr. Edward H. Frank, Executive Director of All Within My Hands. Ed tells me about his relationship with Metallica and the work they do together with the charitable organization, named after the St. Anger song, All Within My Hands. Ed worked in the computer industry for more than 30 years, including a stint as Vice President of Macintosh Hardware Engineering at Apple, where he led the development of several generations of Macintosh computers. He is a Vice Chairman of the Carnegie Mellon University Board of Trustees, and is a Vice Chair of the Executive Leadership Board of the UC Davis Department of Viticulture and Enology. In addition to supporting All Within My Hands, Ed and his wife Sarah have focused their personal philanthropy on major U.S. research universities, the arts, and local cultural institutions. Ed and Sarah both live in San Francisco, California. Remember, the best way to support Speaking Destroy is to go into Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen, leave a five-star rating, and write a nice little review. You can also support us on Patreon, which will give you access to bonus episodes culled from my interview archives over the years, including conversations with Glenn Danzig and Kirk Hammett. You can find Speaking Destroy at speakingdestroy.com and on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Downey and on Instagram at Superhero HQ. Check out other podcasts in the Pop Curse Podcast Network, including Pop Curse, which features musicians talking movies, and No Prize from God, featuring conversations about belief, unbelief, and everything between. So here it is, my conversation with Dr. Edward H. Frank of All Within My Hands. This is Speak and Destroy. <laughs> to talk about Metallica and all within my hands and that great, you know, philanthropy that, that that organization represents and is involved in. I wanted to ask you just quickly before we get into that, in general, how you got into philanthropy and what your entry was, you know, coming from the other parts of your career and the other parts of your life that put you front and center and made you the right person to coordinate with Metallica. Uh, that's a good question. So, I mean, just on a personal basis, um, my wife and I have always uh, tried to give back, given the, how fortunate we've been. I mean, I've, I've grown up in the tech career, in a tech career in a computer business, and have uh, been fortunate to be fairly successful there. You know, as my bio shows, you know, worked for some important companies like Broadcom and, and Apple, and, uh, you know, uh, Along the way, we just always felt that when we had the opportunity to support institutions that we believe in, we would do that. And uh, a number of years ago, a friend of mine, uh, yeah, I've been a Metallica fan for a long time, but a friend of mine uh, was at a, one of these school auctions and uh, they were auctioning off, the, the band had given 
to the school, a meet and greet with the band, and mm -hmm. uh, to support Tony Hawk, who's a good friend of theirs, the skateboarder. And so my friend said, hey, do you want to go in half on this? And I said, sure. So we basically bought a chance to go hang with the band at headquarters. And my, my friend and I both had the same idea. You know, we'd get to say hello, watch him play for a little bit, and then we'd go on our way. And instead, what it turned into is, um, and I don't play anything, but we got to jam with the band for an hour or two. Kirk uh, showed my friend uh, Henry how to... Uh, uh, play Enter Sandman or something like that on the guitar, which is pretty cool. And then we ended up sitting with them for lunch for a couple of hours. And through that, kind of became friends. Uh, uh, and Lars invited us, I think, to go to a concert at AT&T Park a month later when I, it was the uh, the concert, the one where uh, everyone wanted Metallica to be the the band for the first uh, Super Bowl at Levi's Stadium. Mm -hmm. And instead, they, of course, didn't do that. They did the, what was called the, the night before concert, 18 Deep Park. So we got invited to do that. And Lars, who's you know super great guy, as everyone knows, and said, hey, look, anytime you want, you know, let us know and we'll, uh, you know, make sure you get tickets to a show. So I happened to be at a show in uh, uh, outside of Boston. I guess it was 2017. I donated, they just started the foundation all within my hands and I donated some money to it. To just my way of saying, hey, I super appreciate all the kindness you guys have showed us. And after the show is over, so it's been kind of midnight-ish, Lars texts and said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, oh, we're kind of on our way out. And he says, well, and I was with, a, I brought a friend of mine, different friend, and, uh, says, well, come hang. So we kind of find our way backstage and we're hanging, uh, my friend and I are hanging with Lars and Robert and uh, somewhere around 2.30 in the morning, I say, hey, you know, what's all this foundation stuff about? And Lars and I were talking about that. And I, as I like to tell this story, I uttered carelessly those three dangerous words, I want to help. And mm -hmm. uh, Lars says, cool, you know, when, we're, when I'm back in California, you know, let's get together. And then along the way, I ended up uh, writing a couple pages of notes about what I thought it meant, Lars like that. And long story short, in a concert that summer in Toronto, um, there was a, a break day and I had put together some material to present to the whole band about my vision, about what the uh, foundation, how it might be run and what it ought to go do. In a particular, um, they have been doing, I think everybody knows, um, a lot of really great stuff. I mean, both what I would call, and with, with no will on this, random acts of kindness. So there'd be these things where, you know, somebody, something bad would happen to somebody and the band would hear about it and they donate money. Um, I think at more at scale, they have done a number of events where they were donating money to a local food bank. Yeah, and, and they have been doing that for years and years. The food bank stuff, and they were also the uh, the bridge school benefits. They were pretty associated with those. Yeah, yeah for, for uh, you know Neil Young, and um, so they they've been doing that. And, and so there's a, a long history of them trying to find ways to give back. And um, what had happened with creating the foundation was was two things. One was 
a vision of taking it to the next level. You know, the famous, you know, James always says, we're going to take it to the next level. Well, that's kind of what all within my hands is about, but also I think a hope on their part. Um, and I, we have still work to do here of using their name and brand in, together with philanthropy to get um, fellow musicians to, you know, particularly in, in the metal world to kind of step it up as well. Um, and that's a work in progress. I think, you know, we, we have to get our, do our own thing and, and really start making impact there. So anyway, at this meeting we had um, in the summer of 2017 in Toronto, um, we talked about what we might go do. And, and the message I was focused on was basically focus, which is a foundation, particularly one of relatively modest size, you know, some number of millions of dollars, but not tens or hundreds of millions of dollars, um, can't do everything. And so better is to do a few things well, and uh, then to try and do lots of little things. And so, you know, because the idea is to have impact in some areas where you really make a difference. And so we talked about this idea of giving back to the communities that have supported the band and continuing helping feed people because that's so important. Mm -hmm. um, we then also talked about uh, education and that's kind of where the germ of the idea of, well, let's go do something in education because of digression. We also wanted to stay away from anything political, right? The band of course. Yeah. Plays, plays in front of people from all walks of life. Um, and you know, the idea was not to go do stuff that isn't bad stuff, but but could be interpreted as political. Things that things that are polarizing. Yeah. I, I just was having this conversation yesterday as a fan. Something I've always appreciated about the band is that as intimate of a look as they give us into the inner workings and their personalities and everything. And you can sort of make educated guesses maybe about where they might lie politically. They've always shied away from anything overt. And I think, you know, part of the, the thing that makes them exciting is they're, they're a bit like the Beatles in the sense that what Metallica is, is these four di very different people yeah. and how each of those four people, the chemistry that's created by what each of them brings to it. And in part of that, uh, you know, I think there's, there's undoubtedly a myriad of political views, world views within the group. And so I think it's just been so smart and brilliant, really, the way that they have, they're not apolitical in the sense that they do things like start this foundation. Uh, you know, they are making, uh, uh, having a positive effect in the world beyond even just the art that they create. But yeah, it's just been a stroke of genius the way that they don't plant a flag on any one side. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and, and there are things that look that various, you know, uh, people are passionate about. I mean, you know, Kirk and, and Robert are, are um, uh, surfers, as everyone knows. And so, you know, they, they, I think both have been very supportive of like Surfrider Foundation and things like that. And so we discussed, you know, should we do that or not? And the, you know, and I think despite any personal feelings about, well, you know, how can, how can supporting the environment be viewed as political? It unfortunately becomes political, but, mm. uh, and so when we talk about what we might go do, feeding people, pretty unpolitical. Yeah. Um, educating people, pretty unpolitical. And then we ultimately kind of fell into disaster relief, again, pretty unpolitical, but it, it all fit within this common theme of 
how do we go support communities that have supported the band? Um, and so we started with, with feeding people. The other thing we liked about working particularly with Feeding America, which in the US is the umbrella organization, as many people know, mm -hmm. is we also wanted as part of this foundation to help uh, bring, or let me just say, provide opportunities for fans to volunteer. And I think as everyone knows, um, this year was a little complicated, but in the previous two years, we had done uh, these fan volunteer days in May where fans would come out and work at the local food bank um, and, and at least in the, the places where uh, the band guys were, they tried to come out and um, everyone really loved that uh, mm -hmm. and want to grow that. I mean, we want to grow that ultimately to do something worldwide. But then um, disaster relief was really uh, started focusing, initially focused on California fires, but hurricanes and, you know, the, the Southeast and uh, uh, also in, in New York and then um, fires again and, and fires in Australia. Um, we've also worked really closely with an organization, uh, as I said, about the blank on the name, uh, I'll remember it in a minute, I'll come back, but you know, to try and do medical aid as part mm -hmm. of disaster relief. Um, and then uh, the education thing came out of really two threads. One was the discussion we had about let's go educate people. And, and James at the, that meeting was fairly, uh, I adamant's too strong a word, but, but, but challenged us to find, you know, let's not do this sort of thing of, you know, supporting people. I mean, I'm on the, I'm vice chair of the board of trustees at you know, Carnegie Mellon University, you know, a top 25 R1 university, you know, and he was like, well, they don't need our help. Let's go help other people. And so, right. <laughs> and so let's go look at what we might go do. And actually, but through one of the, 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 the things I'm involved with professionally, uh, called the Computer Science and Telecommunication Board, I, uh, one of the other people on that, uh, a friend, Moshe Verde, who is at uh, uh, University of Texas. Anyway, um, Moshe and I were talking and I was telling him what we were doing. And uh, he's, he talked to, said, oh, well, you know, I know this great woman, Jen Worth, who's at the American Association of Community Colleges and they're doing this whole workforce education thing. And he had gotten really interested in workforce education because of a concern many of us have. You know, sometimes it's called the digital divide, but for, for what Moshe and I were thinking of it really something different, it was really about how do we get uh, people who aren't PhDs in computer science like <laughs> are to go really understand what all this computer stuff means? You know, when you talk about, oh, you know, all this AI stuff is, is happening, our worry is that people are being asked to make decisions on something that they don't have a very good model for. So anyway, long story short, he's gotten very interested in that topic and had been working with, with Jen on how do we go do educate the, the broad community on some of this very complex uh, AI technology? But he said, hey, I'll hook you up with Jen. And so I, I ended up talking to Jen. And through that, we came up with this idea of the Metallica Scholars Initiative. Um, 
a little bit the name was was tongue in cheek on my part because <laughs> as some radio announcer at, at uh, up in I think Washington or Idaho said when interviewing one of the, the presidents of one of the community colleges we're supporting, you said, well, two words I never kind of expected to be associated together were Metallica and scholars. And yeah, that's a little bit of the tongue in cheek, but there's a very serious part to it, which is that scholarship isn't reserved for, you know, the, the people who go to Harvard or Stanford or Carnegie Mellon. Right. There's lots of forms of scholarships. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we crafted a program whose intent was to focus on workforce education and how we could go help people uh, of all walks of life, but particularly people in the workforce get better careers. And in many cases, in fact, probably in most cases, that's not about them even getting like a two-year associate degree. It's really about them getting training that might lead to a certificate. It may take three months or a month or six months, but it's relatively focused training that lets them go from having uh, a, a job that may be earning minimum wage to having a job that's earning two, three, four times minimum wage, whether it's phlebotomy or metalworking or uh, uh, you know, truck driving. I mean, uh, anyway, you look at the, the, the broad range of programs we've supported, um, it's, it's really become quite fascinating and, and eye-opening to me personally about how to take people and train them to do better jobs. And then what's turned out, and this really, I think, has jazzed the band, it's certainly jazzed uh, those of us who are on the board of the foundation and we're working with them, are that um, we discovered along the way that there's a, there are a set of people who, for whom uh, they're a little older, they're not just the, you know, kids coming out of high school, these might be people in their 20s or early 30s or maybe even older for whom the ability to go to school really relates to and get, and get a certificate and get some training really relates to not having the incremental money available to do that. And as well as all the issues about support and things like that. And, and the, the phrase that, that I got taught was one about life gets in the way. So they have to decide, gee, do I go to school or do I buy a new tire for my car so I can go to my present job? And through the American Association of Community Colleges, what we've been able to go do is provide support for a set of programs, initially at 10 schools, now at 15. Next year, hopefully, uh, a little unclear, but hopefully be at 20 schools. And we hope to keep growing it, but literally providing support through these schools to uh, what's going to be thousands of people to who are not supportable through typical state or federal programs, and and that has provided the the schools we're working with huge flexibility. So what they love about working with all within my hands, and it's not because you know we're so smart; it's just because we're a little bit flexible that they can go off and provide support to what are otherwise difficult to support cohorts. So these three programs, Feeding, Disaster Relief, and, and basically the Metallica Scholars Program, are a great core of, of what we go do. Um, I, uh, 
you know, that's that's kind of the the grant side of it. I mean, we can get and I'll let you talk in a second. But the uh, hmm. oh, this uh, is great. I mean, you've answered like four questions in in one. So. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, like I said, I'm I'm passionate about it because yeah. um, I, I mean, for so many reasons. But ultimately, it's just because we're helping people get better lives, right? Um, we're we're helping people in a very very specific way. But anyway, what I was going to say is the schools like all of this because we're flexible. And what I was saying is it's not because we're so smart. We as a foundation have learned a lot along the way. It's really because we had um, more or less no preconceived idea about how this ought to go work. Though in the areas where we did, uh, and, and me personally, and I'll, and I'll give you a concrete example, um, we've been schooled a little bit. Uh, so the concrete example was, uh, one of the things I told Jen Worth at the AACC is I said, I don't want to support overhead at these schools, meaning, you know, I don't want to go pay for the salary of some administrator. Mm -hmm. I, want, I want our money to go to whether it's buying tools or, or computers or bus fare or whatever. We want the money to go directly to the students. And, and so we crafted a program like that. But a whole bunch of the schools came back to us and said, well, We'd like some support. Uh, so the initial grants were $100,000. So we'd like $20,000 to pay for part of the salary for an administrator type, uh, counselor type to oversee this program. And I was like, no, we're not gonna do that. And so they worked around that. But when we then met with all the schools, which we did, and, and we're pretty hands-on on this. So again, this year is a little different, but in the previous two years, we we would go and, and uh, meet with, with all the people who were running these programs. It often included the, the presidents of these community colleges. But what we learned was that actually of great value um, were in fact these counselors who could help students, whether it's get a job or understand what it meant to come to class, that we were often teaching people uh, who didn't come from the, the privileged background I came from or who didn't mm -hmm. were like my kids. I always use the example of my, my, my two daughters, right? Well, when my two daughters went to college, they could, anytime they had a problem, they could call up their mom and dad, both of whom have too many college degrees. <laughs> and, and then our parents, my wife's parents and mine, they went to, to college. So, you know, long history of what school is all about. But what you what you learn is, there are a whole lot of, of talented, motivated people um, in, in who are potentially first gen, meaning that they're, they're the first kids in their family, or the first people in their family to go to school. Mm -hmm. I've seen Carnegie Mellon where I'm involved, but, but even in our program where just helping people understand what it means to get an education, how they ought to go through coursework, that that is potentially the most valuable thing we did, okay? And so my point being, we've learned a lot along the way. And so we become much more flexible. In fact, to the point of tell, we now go to the schools, tell us how, what support you're providing for the students, not just in the education, not just in the certificate program, but in life, because mm. how do you go help people learn some of the skills that they've just not been lucky enough to come from the family where they get to learn that yeah. that was natural. Right? Even to even to learn how to learn, even as you're kind of alluding to, to. Yeah, you know, or how to how to go. You know, I mean, again, 
you know, my kids want to write a resume. They, they call up dad and they say, dad, will you look at the resume I wrote? Mm -hmm. you no, know, but these kids don't have that. Or again, they're not kids. I, I shouldn't call them. I just turned 64 yesterday. So I, <laughs> I'm, I, I turned 47 in a week, uh, in eight <laughs> days. And I call everyone kids also. So. Yeah. But, but these, <laughs> these are, these are, uh, you know, hardworking, smart people in their, their twenties and thirties. And, what they need is the, the little help and a little bit of boost and a little bit of support that a lot of, of other people get from their families or their, their communities because they were privileged to, to be born into those communities, right? To be yeah. born into those families. And so I think that's why we, you know, meaning the foundation and why the band um, have, have really been thrilled about all this because we get we've heard from students um, and I think you'll probably hear from, you know, I think everybody knows or hopefully everybody knows that the, the band is doing their second uh, fundraiser and mm -hmm. foundation on November 14th. You can go to the all within my hands website or I'm sure metallica.com. And uh, the, the good news, because it's a, a virtual event, you know, streamed online live from headquarters. Mm -hmm. uh, it's relatively inexpensive. I think tickets are yep. like 10 bucks or something. I already, I already bought my ticket. But all that money, goes to what I've just been talking about. Not mm -hmm. a penny, but all this, all the sort of underlying support, both to go put on an event like this concert, but also the overhead either is paid for by the band or, or some of this gets paid for by very specific sponsors or by members of the board like myself. So every nickel from our, the fans and from other donors really goes to support these causes. So November 14th, but I think the reason I was on that wasn't to give a shameless plug, though I'm happy to do that. <laughs> uh, and it's going to be a fantastic concert, like the first one was two years ago. Um, unique in, in many, many ways. But I think you'll hear at that time from some of the students who have been Metallica uh, scholars. I think you'll hear from you know some of the food banks. And, and that's really what we care about. But the stories from the Metallica scholars are the amazing ones, because you hear people who basically maybe even didn't even know who Metallica was, right. but somehow or other uh, got in, you know, interested in the program because they heard about Metallica Scholars, saw some poster for it, and, and I have a, a digression I could go on there, but, um, and then say, thank you, Metallica, right? And, and we've changed somebody's lives, you know, and there, there's a, a, a line from the Talmud, you know, you, you save one life, you save the world. Well, in this case, you know, I don't know if we're saving a life, but we're changing a life and in changing mm -hmm. one life, you do change the world. Absolutely. And I think that there's also something to be said and, and you would have a better perspective uh, than I would uh, coming from academia, but there's something to be said for guys like the four guys in Metallica that despite varying degrees or lack of <laughs> traditional education have certainly learned a lot about the world and about business, about interpersonal relationships that they have to offer. I was reminded of this because, uh, you know, I, prior to the pandemic, I used to host a Q and a series at the musicians Institute in Hollywood. And, you know, the guests are always, almost always musicians and uh, more times than I can count. I've had a guest say to me at some point in the pre-production process, Hey, I'm a high school dropout. I don't know. If, I don't know that I'm qualified to get up on stage and talk to 500 students. And I go, you have 
so much information and just experience in the school of life (laughs) to offer these kids. You know, you have no idea. Don't sell yourself so short. No, absolutely. And and as I always tell people, I mean, yeah, I'm, I, you know, obviously not a, an idiot, at least I try not to be and and have, you know, know, been well-educated and been fortunate to be well-educated. Unlike Dr. Phil, that's a real doctor you have. Yeah. (laughs) Knock on. Um, But, but what I really feel fortunate about, and this is what I've tried to, to teach my daughter about this, and actually I've talked about this with, with probably all the guys actually, and is the thing that we can give to our kids and the thing we can give hopefully through things like Metallica Scholars to other people, it, it's not the degrees, it's the passion, right? And, and what, what you see out of the guys, I mean, I don't think you've performed together for 38 years or whatever it's been, maybe it's 39 this year, I don't know. The, uh, it, you don't do that unless you have passion for it. But what I always feel fortunate about is I had passion for something, technology, computers, and I got lucky that it was also a way to, to, to you know, make a lot of money. Uh, and so and now I'm trying to find you know, all the good ways to give it back. But that's where we've been lucky. And so to your point about a musician getting up on stage, what the guys are able to do, what I hope we can do through the foundation, but all of us who have been fortunate enough to uh, get to go do something we love to go do, really trying to, to go convey to, to other people, um, here's uh, you know, the passion that you get to go bring to it. You know, there's a, it's a hackneyed expression, you know, it's not a job if you love doing it. And, you know, but there's truth to that. I mean, I, yeah. look, I throughout my career, I mean, I've been working, I don't know, since, you know, doing computer stuff and making, you know, being employed doing it since I was a teenager. Um, so you guys can do the math. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, I, I've always loved doing it. And we used to, some of the companies I've been at, you know, you're at the, you're, you're doing these all nighters because you're bringing up some chip or some computer and you're in the lab at five in the morning. Well, what, what motivates you to do something at five in the morning is that it's so intellectually interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I hope we get to go do in, in part is not just help people earn more money, though that's critically important when you're talking about people for whom the alternative is, you know, minimum wage working somewhere but more importantly, getting them into a career where they can then go to, uh, you know, the, the next level. Again, you know, they can, they can find a career where, oh, I, I can become a phlebotomist and then maybe there's a, a nurse's assistant or I don't know where it all goes. I'm, I'm, I'm not educated enough to know that. But that I, I, I hope is what we get to go do. And if over the, the years we do that for tens of thousands of people, then I, I view we will have accomplished with all within my hands everything that the band hoped to have accomplished. And, you know, we, we will have set a good example for other people about here's what you can do with philanthropy. Mm. Really, what, I, what I talk about is focus philanthropy, where you pick a small set of things to go do and you do them. Now, you know, will we, will we take on something else? Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, I, I know there's interest in, in some of the band members about doing other things over time. Um, you know, again, the, the, just so people understand, um, 
probably, and, and don't hold me to the exact numbers, but I want to say probably three quarters of the funding for the foundation comes from the band contributing uh, from every event on the tour. Wow. So, yeah. so, you know, they're, they're basically literally taking money out of, you know, their pockets or somebody's pocket. It's, it's theirs. Maybe it's also promoters. I don't know. But, and, and that goes, you know, into the foundation. Um, those of us on the board have, have provided support. And then of course, November 14th, you can help provide support through uh, Helping Hands concert. And then fans, we get donations from all kinds of fans. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we had this, you know, James, I don't know if everyone's aware, made some uh, uh, ta end tables. Yes. Yeah, that was fairly recently. Yeah. <laughs> fairly recently. Those got raffled off. And I don't know, I, I want to say like, well, several thousand people participated in the raffle. And... The, all that money went to the foundation and it was like 70, more than $75,000 from the raffling of these tables. So that's how, that's how the foundation generates money. Um, you know, we, we do have some, some uh, well-to-do friends who either through uh, um, the helping hands or just through donations, some companies like, like Salesforce and Live Nation, um, uh, I don't want to leave anybody else, uh, but Wolverine Boots, you know, who have donated money. Uh, mm -hmm. Apologize for all the, the other ones I'm not remembering, but um, you know, well, so they don't do it for the recognition. They don't do it, for, <laughs> no, and, they, and they don't. They do it because yeah. you know, Wolverine is a great example. They did it because uh, they shared a passion on workforce education. They they make work boots, so we're supporting people who they support and, and they said, Hey, we love, we love Metallica scholars. So we'd like to support some of the schools you're supporting. So, you know, that's, that's kind of the, the simple, it's a, it's a very simple foundation. Um, we have kind of one employee, uh, Renee Richardson, who really runs the day-to-day -day stuff. Uh, the rest of the support for, you know, from amazing, amazing people, um, at Metallica headquarters, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, so that's effectively paid for by the band because it's Metallica headquarters. Sure, it's their infrastructure, and their yeah, you don't have to. The foundation doesn't have to pay for an office building or office warehousing, building. or you know. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, or or the you know one of the great things we get of value is all the 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 social stuff in support of the foundation gets mm -hmm. done by the team. You know, a fantastic team at Metallica headquarters who uh, do all their social stuff and, and we get the benefit from that. Um, so, you know, the band, I mean, besides the money they're directly giving to that we get the grant, the band is picking up all kinds of expenses. So, you know, in fact, actually, uh, you know, we're setting up the foundation. The whole discussion was about, you know, how do we have a, a foundation where, you know, it's truly pure that people can have confidence that when they're giving money, you know, it's not buying dinners or it's not buying right. plane flights or things like that. It's not going to support fundraising. And so um, you can actually go look. I mean, if, if you're familiar with this stuff at all, and now we're really getting to foundation minutia, but you know, every, every uh, U S foundation has to file a form. It's called a 990. And you can look at your favorite foundation. You can mm -hmm. also look at organizations like Charitable Navigator and 
find out about your favorite foundation. We're not on Charitable Navigator yet because we, we haven't been around long enough. They, they look for a track record, but you can go look at our 990s and you will see very little, you know, first of all, we, we essentially have almost no expenses. A little bit yeah. So I, I, I say that not to pat ourselves on the back, but I No, I mean, it's an important concern, I think, for, for any of us when we're giving monies, you want to, you know, and then there's sometimes you see some charitable organizations that uh, are self-dealing or, you know, billing, billing the charity for hiring yeah. the founder's production company to shoot a video or, you know, whatever it is. And yeah, it's great to know transparency is absolutely essential to yeah. this and, kind and, of work. And, 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 and that's where we are. I mean, I can tell you the foundations that like, you know, give me an example. Okay. The, the contrast and everybody gets to make their own decision, but you know, we all get these calls from the, the local, you know, uh, uh, first responders thing. I mm-hmm. And, you know, they say, Hey, will you buy, you know, $10 tickets from, uh, you know, to go support the local, you know, police or fire persons or whatever, uh, charity. And it sounds like a great thing to do. The, the unfortunate thing is when you dig into that, 85% of that money typically is going to fundraising. Right. So, if you, so if you give 10 bucks, only a buck 50 goes to, the cost. Well, if you give 10 bucks to all within my hands, all of it goes to the things we're supporting. Now, that's not to say that the organizations, you know, we talked about overhead, right? We talked about, look, not every dime you give to us that we give to the schools doing Metallica Scholars ends up buying something for a student. But even in supporting uh, some of the overhead, it is in support of the students. And then, of course. And I mean, in any organization, I think any reasonable person will understand that there's going to be some expenses, you know, someone, you know, yeah, but, you know we paying, paying for a parking garage or, you know, yeah, occasionally yeah. there's something. But even that, you know, we, you know, all the, you know, I mean, I, mean, you know, I, I don't, I work pro bono, you know, for the. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not demanding a per diem when you travel on behalf of the Yeah, I, I pay for it. <laughs> and that's the way it should be, right? Same thing for yeah. the work that we for, for Carnegie Mellon. And but but again, um, really, where our focus is is is, is what you said. We want to run a very transparent foundation where fans and and our supporters can have confidence that um, the money they're donating goes to. Uh, they completely understand where the money is going to, and where the principals, in particular, the band have the most skin in the game, right? Mm-hmm. And that's really, I think, what makes this foundation. It's not like we're trying to go say, hey, we're going to use our name, you know, in our, I, I, I joke about that because it's, it's Metallica's name, it's, you know, but we're going to use Metallica. Yeah, but you're part of the foundation. And yeah. I also, I, I manage a band and a producer and I hear myself saying R and us all the time. And I realize I'm not I in smile. the band. You know. I always smile <laughs> when, when, when we, uh, when I say that, but the, um, <laughs> but, you know, the band ha- has skin in the game. It's not just using their name to get other people to donate. They're the principal donors. And yes, are other people giving because they love Metallica? Absolutely. Other people are giving because they love Metallica. Are there people giving because, you know, uh, you know, the respect and the, you know, everything the band has accomplished? A- absolutely. Um, but, you know, it's not something, and there are, you know, where people will say, well, you know, look, I'll give some time, but, uh, you know, I'll put on an event or something like that, but the mo- all the money is coming from the fans. No, most of the money here is 
coming from the band, but, but let me be super clear. The money that comes from the fans and everybody else is hugely important. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a big piece of, the, of, of what we're able to go do. So, um, you know, we, we want to do both. We want something where the, the fans feel like all within my hands is, is theirs. It's, it's mm-hmm. something that they own that is responsive to them and, and uh, is, you know, when, when, we're, when they hear that name, they can feel proud that the money they've given or the, the volunteering that they've done is, is part of the family. I mean, you hear this, right? When, 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 you know, the guys are at concerts, right? And at the end, yeah, they, Metallica family, the Metallica <laughs> family. And, yeah. and this is one of the things the Metallica family is doing. Like, that's very much what the guys feel like. Absolutely. And it comes across for sure. And, you know, and I, I first became aware of feeding America, one of the organizations you mentioned about 10 years ago, I was covering for MTV news, an American idol event. I think it was idol gives back or something. And David Arquette was there talking about Feeding America. And there were some other charities, uh, Children's Health Fund, uh, Malaria No More, I think the UN Foundation. But it, it, and not to uh, be overly dismissive of any one organization, but I, I love the idea that you're talking about of focus because it can be overwhelming to say, I want to give to charity, let alone I want to start a charity. And then it's like, well, there's so many things to give to, you know, and there's, uh, you know, the, gosh, there's poverty, there's water, there's, you know, the list is on and on and on. And, and, and I love that idea of, hey, let's figure out what our focus is and be very streamlined about that and let people know exactly where their money's going. And it seems like that's the only way to do it or else it seems like you're setting yourself up for burnout. Yeah, well, or, or, or just that, you know, this way, someone, an individual, and, and we talk about this, I think, on the, on the All Within My website, All Within My Hands website, which is that, you know, whether you want to give to All Within My Hands, or you just want to give directly to Feeding America, or you just want to give to, you know, uh, your local food bank, we live here in, in the greater Salt Lake area, so, you know, I, I donated... I mean, I've donated both all within my hands, but we donated directly to the, the Salt Lake City Food Bank personally. That's fine. Look, our, our goal in, in this is not to make all within my hands big or bigger or, you know, it's really to get everyone who, who is in the family to go think about what they could go do to support their local community at whatever level. Whether you know it's a dollar, ten dollars, or, or if they're fortunate enough, ten thousand dollars, but it's it's joining in this passion to support communities that we live in, and, and that's really what all within my hands is about. I mean, uh, you know, just the name is is meant to to convey that, right? It, mm-hmm. It's in each of our hands to go help our neighbor, help someone in our community who may be less fortunate than us. Um, to do something to make our, our local community better. So it's, it's grassroots in that way. Um, and we just would love to convey our passion to support the, these communities to go transfer to, to everybody else. And however you do that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, we live, we now live in Utah, but we lived in the San Francisco Bay area for a long time. And, you know, like many cities, San Francisco has a, a tremendous homeless problem 
And, you know, I, I came to realize, and this is just a personal story, that, you know, if I gave $5 to some homeless person that I walked by, I could help that person. Maybe it's get something to eat. Um, you know, people worry, oh, well, they might buy alcohol with it. Well, I'm not that judgmental. I, I like a good glass of wine too. <laughs> so, you, know, uh, you know, so the, but the point being, that was something I felt I could go do one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we, we, my wife and I do other philanthropy, um, some of it highfalutin, supporting uh, museums and art and universities and things like that. But I love our ability, the fact that we can both give time and, and coin all within my hands because of what all within my hands is focused on. Yeah, and I think that part of the focus um and you know and, and to use the the example of of someone hitting you up for spare change and giving them that that money which i'm certainly not discouraging anyone from doing but it does get into that give a man a fish versus teach a man to fish philosophy or, 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 a, or a woman or, or a, a woman or or a yeah, non-binary yeah, person yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i think that's what's great about what the foundation does in particular is that it's empowering people to lift themselves up just as much as it's uh yeah and, and, and we're we're at multiple ends of this right because in feeding america it's very much look you, uh you you can't um you know you, you, it's hard to go learn if you if you're hungry so you have to do both right and it's not supposed to retire but you know um a good friend of, of the band uh is is a guy some sure many people have heard his name mark benioff who's the founder and and CEO of uh, Salesforce. Mm-hmm. They've been a great sure. supporter of, of the band and of, of All Within My Hands. And you know, one of the, Mark it, and his wife are, are, are great philanthropists. And the, one of the things they've done in, in uh, and, I, and Mark has talked about this, and I remember going to a thing where Mark and Lars, uh, some public lecture where Mark and Lars were talking about this. Um, Mark, you know, they supported the, um, UCSF hospitals, particularly children's hospital. And, mm-hmm. and what Mark's point about that was, again, very focused was he said, look, you know, we could do a lot of different things, but if we can't have children be healthy and, and make sure that they can get the, the medical care they need, then we're failing them. And so, you know, that's where, as I understand, I don't speak for him at all, um, but you know, the, the message is the same message. Find something that you're passionate about that makes sense to you, where your support of it, it makes, makes you feel like, hey, I have done something that works for what I'm interested in. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, if, if that ends up being all within my hands, if, if you support us, and that's awesome, obviously, we love that. But equally, just taking, um, you know, a, the message we want to convey again, and I apologize for being redundant. My, my wife hates when I do this, but you know, it's uh, it's just find something you're, you're passionate about supporting and support it. However you do it. Well, I mean, if there's anything to be repetitive or redundant about, it's this stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you get a pass here All right, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I w- want to ask you before we wrap up, you mentioned something earlier and this might even turn into an off the record or a, uh, a side conversation after the fact, but you mentioned the idea of inspiring other artists and organizations, particularly within the metal and hard rock community to to step up as well. 
Uh, is that something you're looking to do in terms of expanding all within my hands and bringing other bands under that umbrella? Or do you mean more sort of broadly speaking of them starting similar foundations of their Yeah, own? I think it, it, it was less about all within my hands being uh, an umbrella thing. Uh, I, I think, you know, again, um, lots of generous folks, you know, at the first uh, Helping Hands concert, uh, you know, Cage the Elephant graciously, uh, you know, played the opening for that, as, as you may remember, and, and absolutely awesome. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, it's probably out of turn, but I think, you know, it, it really got the band, the guys focused and, wow, we've got to do something big, and they did. Um, so it's always good to have that. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I had seen Cage Elephant once before, uh, again, they were the band before Metallica had a, um uh outside wings mm. and um so it's great to see them up close in a small venue uh i don't remember who's going to open this time but anyway uh so that so that was supportive of, of all within my hands because they helped us raise you know a lot of money for in in the helping hands fundraiser um but i think this is more about setting a good example um, gotcha. like than it is about gee are there other bands who recruiting some other bands into the okay yeah, I, think, I think again i don't want to speak for the guys on this and uh it's a good question to ask you know all of them but i, I think right now the kind of view all within my hands is, is their thing and, mm -hmm. and you know it's it's not trying to go be some umbrella organization um and i i think you know we, we have a, a nice thing going you know it's we uh figure out what to go do we we kind of you know part of my job is to to and and the board the other board members not being that is to help figure out what we want to go do the band itself it's often says like a lot of this disaster relief you get a message from from one of the band guys saying hey you know don't you think we got to give money to this and mm -hmm. we'll go research it and again trying to be focused and, and also the, trying to go uh make sure we we do it across the country um, and, and ultimately across the world. Um, you know, when we did uh, fire relief in Australia, uh, it, it seems like it was years ago now, but I think it was just at the beginning of this year, right? When all this I, I've, I've, been say, I've been saying every day for the last couple of months that uh, I'm pretty sure 2020 is about 10 years long. Yeah, it is. <laughs> then, you know, it's and, been quite the decade, 2020. Yeah, and that was, you know, uh, you know, Lars saying we gotta go do something and, and Kirk saying that's not enough. And, you know, when we talk it out. And, and so um, I think the guys, I think we like that. I think we like the fact that uh, we're not, we don't have to do a mind meld among too many people. I mean, you, you said it before, yeah. you know, these are four very different people. Um, and uh, on the other hand, with a shared mission, and, mm -hmm. you know, a, share, a huge, Shared history. I mean, from the time they were, I don't know, when they were, you know, 19 to cover all the RTA in their mid 50s. And so, you know, a lot of shared history, but a lot of different, you know, different lives, right? So um, I think that's probably, I, I, I can't imagine that changing in the short term. Obviously, you know, if, if we have a board meeting someday and the guys say, hey, no, we want to go, you know, we were talking to, I don't know, you know, pick, pick your, your favorite musician. And, uh, he or she wants to become part of this, you know, that, that would be awesome. I mean, you know, the, uh, 
the guys love working with Lady Gaga, so I suppose if okay. I get making this up, and so I'm not speaking for anybody here. Hypothetical. Yeah, you know. Oh, I've already got the press release going out. So <laughs> yeah. <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but you know, it, it it suddenly they said, hey, we're going to do something with her. You know, yeah, not, that's not. For, for I'm me. sure they would have no problem whatsoever recruiting. Uh, other artists yeah, if they if, if and when they wanted I to do that. I think right now we're, we're pretty happy with, with how things are going. Sure. Um, my sense is the thing that, that's top of everybody's list and the top of everybody's always is I, I think the guys really would love to be back on tour that you know not only for all the obvious music making reasons but also because I think that's one of the ways that the foundation gets a lot of it's critical. Yeah, that's that's the Johnny Appleseed with the foundation, right? It's going out and planning even just the idea and the awareness and and yeah, and of course the band is always they're they're extremely innovative. They're always ahead. The drive-in experience, you know, I went to that and uh, it was fantastic. You know, definitely making some lemonade with the lemons as Metallica often does. Uh, so yeah, I, I you know I love everything that you're doing. With the foundation, I was, you know, I've been uh, supportive of it uh, esoterically and directly in some ways um, since it began. And uh, yeah, in doing this Metallica theme podcast, I definitely wanted to have and, and hope to have more uh, folks like yourself from the board who are part of the philanthropy side uh, just coming and talking about who you are and yeah, what well, y'all are you. doing. I think it's great. It's well, really thank great. you. I mean, obviously, the. Um, you know, actually, Carnegie Mellon University you know, was founded by Andrew Carnegie, and his the tagline of his was "My heart is in the work," and so that's easy to to use here. My heart is in the work, but um, thank you for the opportunity to talk about what we're doing. Thanks to everyone listening um, who has been supportive of, of the foundation and, of course, supportive of the band. Um, you know, our, hopefully, over the next many years, you'll we'll, you'll get to know more about what we're doing and. You know, we will have the opportunity to talk again, but Absolutely. also the opportunity to, you know, really help people out there in the community again, not just in the U.S. but but worldwide. Perfect. Well, so, thank you so much. Remember the name of the other organization you work with. Uh, <laughs> another great organization, just in the final moments, Direct Relief, which is a fantastic worldwide organization um, that provides medical support uh, in communities around the world. So, really, you know, if we were in Pro Tools right now, I could just copy and paste, <laughs> put them, drop it back in. Uh, well, yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much for making the time to do this and yeah. keep in touch. And if there's ever any way that I can help or you're, you're you know, open a door to someone else who can help or whatever, I'm more than happy to. Well, this, is, this is great help. Just help me get the message out. So, thanks, Ryan. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Have a good rest of your day. You too.